Shorty, lights can't tie it, huh? That's fat. I need your number and that's that. That's that. I need your number and that's that. Huh? Black hair, Bob. Nice teeth, smile. I like it. Stop. I like it. Huh? Shorty, lights can't tie it, huh? That's fat. I need your number and that's that. That's that. I need your number and that's that. Huh? Black hair. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Kirving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Diddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. The One True King of the South, a.k.a. Melanin and Your Girl, a.k.a. a.k.a. I'm 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 judging you niggas to this week. I am I am very <laughs> I am Judge Joe Mathis, Judge Joe Brown, Judge Joe. <laughs> um, Judge Bro Mathis, Judge Joe, uh, Judge Joe Brown, all of all, Judge, listen Judge Judy of all of them today. <laughs> um, and on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful co-host. Hey y'all, it's your girl Allie Nicole, aka your favorite little shit talker. AKA the headmistress of headassery. AKA queen of the vial. AKA your problematic princess. AKA the sultan of situationships. AKA that little baby who found her husband. I shut, found- up. <laughs> shut up. Shut, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I shut found up. you, y'all. Shut the fuck I up. Found I him. don't, we don't, a- we don't believe okay. you. Okay. All right. So tuck it. We don't believe you. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know how delicate, delicate to put that. We don't believe you. I don't believe, I don't believe it at all. All right. So when I pop up married and like again and like with a baby and happy as shit, I need you all, you and all our listeners to keep this same energy. I, that's it. That's all I ask. Listen, I'm not going to believe anything that you're talking about until I get a wedding invitation. I'm Bet, not because that's probably when you'll meet that nigga too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna believe anything until that point. Like I'm not, and and you know, the first time I meet that nigga, I'm gonna flame his ass just because I need to see what type of quality a nigga this is. So, oh, I love it. Oh, I absolutely love it. I love we'll, it. We'll we'll revisit we'll revisit this in two weeks. Three, because actually, no, two. You're right. Niggas have a two week shelf life, so that's about right. That's about right. But anyway, so, friend. Do you want us to tell? Do you do you want us to do you want to tell us the story about how you found this magical Negro? You know what? I would call him a uni- a unicorn, but centaur is more fitting. Um, I wish you could see me roll my eyes. I would. I, <laughs> like I really wish that like you could see the face I made when you with that. Again, just go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Go on. Go, go on, ahead. Girl. Go ahead. We don't believe you, but go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? I'm being, of course, I'm being extra and facetious. But um, talking to this guy, and so far, like, I'm just really, like, I, I'm liking the energy. I'm liking the energy. I'm liking the, I can't call it consistency because, like, it hasn't been long enough to judge that, to be quite fair. But so far, so great. Like I'm, I'm enjoying what this is. What what this is doing. It's not complicated. He's stern but sweet. And there's a mix of like, you know, we're goal wise, we're on the same like track for things, and 
family-wise, we come from this very similar background. And, um, you know, he's Black, if that helps you guys. Because I know, I know the question was coming. I, I knew it was coming. He is Black. Um, no shade to Alfredo Tony, but um, Alfredo Freddy. But I mean, because you, you listen, we've called that man about 15 different names. But you Tony know, Tomato. Listen, um, oh, Spaghetti Freddy. Has, um, uh, uh, Buddy Carbonara. Um, Pesto Paul. We've also called that na- nigga Lasagna Larry. Um, what else? Yeah, and we, <laughs> and I think I think I called you Ali Cor- 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 Corleone at the point. So yeah, Ali Corleone. It's fine. Um. So yeah, I just need, we just needed to confirmation of was this man was Alfredo Tony uh, a outlier or beginning of a trend. We just need to. We just needed to know. Huh? Listen, he was definitely an outlier, but he's a great guy. Like, okay, to be quite fair, Tony is an amazing. Like, Tony, Tomato Tony, Pesto Paul, whatever the nicknames that we have for him, like, amazing guy. Take nothing, absolutely nothing, away from him. Like, he's absolutely he's wonderful. To be quite honest, okay. The thing about it is that, like. And there is no thing, because I do still consider us friends. Like, we spoke last week before I left for D.C., and I'll get into that trip here in a minute. But um, it's very much so, like, understanding where he is mentally, where I'm at mentally. And, you know, long story short, he said that he needed some space in order to figure some things out. And I took it as, oh, you want to have a hot boy summer, too? Fine. But no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, You know, it was just like, hey, I'm just not in a space to entertain anything right now. And I respect that. I'd rather you tell me that than string me along. That man, that man has got to take a trip just to some undisclosed location and have somebody swimming with the fishes. That's that's why he came. Y'all can't wait to turn. You know, I'm glad that y'all went with the mob boss, like the mob boss narrative about him instead of like fucking the B Rabbit one, like Eight Mile. Because I'd have really like I'd have been a well, (laughs) well, well, Alex. Um, on everything that I love. On everything I love and hold dear, I would hope that you don't date a B rabbit type nigga. Because if you I do, I would never date, date a B rabbit type nigga. Because if you, if that ended up being type of nigga, if, if your white, if your white man try to make me listen to his mixtape, I'm disowning <laughs> you and him. The fuck? You would never talk to me again. Yo, absolutely not. Was, yo I will block you. I will block you. <laughs> I the will block for you. The co-host would go up immediately. Nigga, I'm sending text messages while he's rapping. Like, yeah, this ain't gonna work out. Because <laughs> I don't need that type of questionable judgment in my life. With And you know what? I do enough questionable shit outside of my dating life. We don't need it inside. We don't need it. You, you said it, not me. We don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. We're also gonna touch on my dating life here shortly, too. Like, this podcast is gonna... You know what? This is the alley cast today because your girl, your girl has been doing some soul searching and she's been doing the work. Like we know we talk about like, I don't want to be Molly. Okay. I don't want to be the person that pays a therapist and not does it and does not heed what they're telling you or does the work to actually like see the fruits of what the fuck we've been going through. Like at this point, I kind of see my therapist on a touch and go basis. Hey, call me if you need me. It's the, she's not requiring me or suggesting me to come see her. You know, at one point I was going to therapy weekly. There was another point where like, and slowly it's become once a month. And now it's like, 
because and a lot of this was catapulted because my therapist was on maternity leave. So um like a lot of it is just like listen, you've done a lot of internal work the past twelve weeks and we've touched in with each other, but it hasn't been a full session. Like um so and then like the I no, I can't say that. I've had maybe two or three full sessions all quarantine because she's also on maternity leave. So trying to respect And she's that pregnant and, with yeah, like, in a pandemic. Yeah, so I was trying to also respect the fact that her mental space not may not be the healthiest, although she's a professional, but also like she's a black woman. And like I just feel like as a black woman, it's my duty at some point to keep the interest of other black women first, regardless of the fact that I'm paying you for a service. Like you still got your own shit going on. You know what I mean? And I, I like I've spent the past four months, twelve weeks, like twelve weeks without her, but in total the past four months really having to sit with my own shit and figure it out. I've spent the majority of this pandemic furloughed. So like trying to mentally sitting in a space, fuck it. I'll dive right in. Right. I've mentally forced myself to have to sit with myself because I have nothing to do at the moment. Nothing. Let me not say nothing to do. I'm not working your traditional nine to five situation right now, like 40 hours a week. That's not my, that's not, how I'm making my money at the moment. So a lot of my time is just me with myself. And your mind does get to wandering, but I've really, really focused on maintaining the real and keeping myself in real time with things. Like whatever it is that I'm feeling in the moment, feel it in its entirety, giving myself the space to process it and digest it so that I can move on in a healthy way. And unfortunately, that journey for me was sparked because of the recent, you know, me wanting to recently deal with some tra- traumatic events in my life, but also just realizing that like I can't hold on to this shit and then expect to grow, then expect to grow from it if I'm not willing to actually do the work to grow from it. So, you know, taking some advice from Cincinnati Jade, um, I've been trying to rush through my emotions with things, and it's giving me exactly the reaction from being rushed. You kind of get what you pay for in those kind of situations. So. With feelings, like, like with baby, feelings. like baby girl, your feelings aren't a lesbian relationship. You're allowed to take your time. Right. With them. You are allowed to take your time with your feelings, and you're allowed to not have all the answers. You're allowed to not get it. You're not. I'm absolutely allowed not to be right right now. I'm out, and when I say right, it's not just right mentally, but right. Period. Who says that I have to have the answers for everything and everyone right now? Why has that always been my standard? Why do I always feel that to be necessary? And I'm taking a lot of time to get to the bottom of that shit. Why do I feel like it's necessary to always be in the right? And and be right 100% of the time. Like, there are certain things that I can't make mistakes about, like baby boy, like kiddo. I can't make no mistakes in that shit. Like, there are certain things I have to be right about. But other things in my life, I'm giving myself the space to be wrong and to learn. And that's really, really what, like, I've been trying to do. Getting, I've been absolutely doing my best to get it right with myself so that the way that I move and handle people and the way I allow myself to be handled, we'll also touch on that later, um, later on tonight, is different. It's different. And just coming to terms with the fact that my friends are right. My friends have always been right. But it's more or less like not the novelty of them being right, but doing the work so I don't continue to find myself in the same space with the same person or the same people. Does that make sense? It does. Um, insanity is doing the same things and expecting different results. And so right. we have to, you know, 
we we have to if if plan A isn't working, it's okay to go to plan B or plan C. Right. You just can't you know you can't put fit a square peg into a round hole and expect it to be all right. Um, and I think a lot of times we we get frustrated with that. I think we have to understand that we are living in very strange tra- strange times, spooky hours, scary hours, whatever you want to call it. Traumatic times. Yeah, things just aren't normal. And when you try to, like, you know what it is, Calvin? It's the pandemic, right? And I've used this pan, and I fucking, I'm so tired of talking about this goddamn pandemic. But like, I don't know why, girl. I, it's not going nowhere. We it's not, not going nowhere. It's not. Like, but like, summer 2020 is canceled, baby girl. I don't know what it's telling you. But tell that to my travel itinerary because we'll talk about that later because my entire friend group is ready to cuss me out. I'm going to cuss but, you out on wax. Watch. I'm going to cuss you out on, on wax. I know. But um, yeah, it's just been like with using the pandemic, using the time of the pandemic to actually be well rested. Bro, actually get some fucking sleep. Actually eat something. Like, eat. And not eat on the go. Not eat because I'm rushing. Not eat because I haven't eaten all day and, like, I need something in my body. Actually sitting down and taking in a meal and tasting food. And, like, I've always had a strange relationship with food to begin with. But forcing myself to, like, confront that so that I can start making healthier decisions has also been something else. Like, there's a lot of things like I know just having to sit with myself, I have discovered that I've completely neglected, like completely neglected that are vital parts of who I am and vital parts of what I need. Myself. I have to get back to that because at this point it's killing. Me. It's killing me not to. I mean, so, uh, listen, so yeah. it's, 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 it's spooky hours. It's trying times. I think we have to, Give our body grace during this um, because it may, you're, again, your body is in survival mode right now. See, so, however, your body chooses to survive is how it chooses to survive. However, you choose to cope is how you choose to cope. And because a lot of our mechanisms, a lot of our coping mechanisms right now aren't safe. I know for me, um, you know, whenever I'm stressed out, you know, or whenever I'm in like a sort of, you know, mood. I like to be around love, right? Be around good right. energy, be around people. I can't do that right now. You feel me? So it's like, okay, so we, we're taking away what you, p- things that you, you you would use as crutches, right? Um, me right. and my me and my um me and my brother uh, Briss, uh, we have a, we had a we have a rule that we don't drink to make ourselves happy. We drink to make ourselves happier, right? Like it's one of those things where. Right. You know, so if you so we try healthy black man shit. Healthy black man shit. <laughs> we try to don't drink to don't drown the sorrow with alcohol because it's not going to make you better, right? If if we're celebrating something, cool. Turn up, pop bottles, whatever. But we don't. But if you're depressed, that's that may not be the time to like pour up because like alcohol is alcohol is depressant. So. For those who are like in the health field, they know that like drinking a depressant or while you're depressed just makes you more depressed. Like, and if, you, it. and if you don't believe me, just listen to like Marvin's Room or like half of Drake's albums. Like, <laughs> like, this, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, and so we try, you know, keep that in mind. 
Because, again, I always, like, just be around love. Like, you know how many times, like, before this shit hit, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's a Thursday. I'm going to pull up to the function by myself because I just need to see people. Can't do, can't do that right now. So it's like, okay. Okay, nigga. How you going? How you gonna talk about? How you gonna talk your? You know what I'm saying? How you gonna talk your shit? How you gonna? How you gonna get your get get fix this? How you gonna remedy this? Um, you know, on you know, with with without the things that you usually would use, and it's tough. It was, it, it's tough. Right. You're, you're, it's like you're retraining your body to 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 do things in a manner that isn't that is more self serving and more self sufficient than depending on other people. Right. Which is odd, right? Because we come from our, like, just speaking specific to our friend group, we come from a very supportive friend group. Like, we talk a lot of shit to each other, but the one thing that we do is pull up. You can't, in our friend group, you're not allowed to go through things alone. You don't go through things by yourself. And I know, I know, Calvin, I I can see your face. I literally can, like, I can feel what you're, I can feel you staring at me through the phone. I can, I can feel it and you can fucking relax. Because again, I didn't your girl, do nothing. You didn't have to do nothing. I Th- felt it. This feels racist. It's absolutely prejudiced. But the parts about it are like, I have to, and I learned that the hard way, like kicking and screaming, actually. But I just, it, with our friend group, we know when each other is not okay. And the way that we check on each other is very much like with love and very specific to who you are. And to who we are to each other. And I love that for us. But also, we're the type of people who are always all over each other. So, forcing distance because of a pandemic. Like, we've been together, but it's been very much so, like, here and there. It has not been as consistent. Like, I typically host something at the house once a week. And, I, and. I got a shoe. And also, nigga, when you come back from your trips, nigga, you on two-week time out. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I know. I know. I know. Absolutely. Speaking of trip, so this about a week ago, about a week ago, your girl was in D.C. Um, I had a ball. Well, yeah, I recorded in D.C., so y'all know. But I was visiting our friend Briscoe. Shout out to him um, for his 25th birthday. Had an absolute ball. Um, your girl really actually might relocate. Like, no bullshit. I love D.C. I, I love, I, when I tell you, Calvin, I love D.C. I loved it. Do you love them DC prices though? I don't love them DC prices. See, that's the thing. Like see, see, see. For me, so like again, DC is one of my favorite places to visit. Right? We every time I go to DC, it, I have a ball. Right? No matter if it's for an event, a random weekend, like you know, I have a ball there. Like we, a lot of our friends live in DC. A lot of our people live in DC, and so yeah, every time we pull up there, it's great. But every time I pull up there, my wallet like looks at me like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" (laughs) And 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 yeah, I'll put it like this: like I remember when my brother Sunel and shout to Sunel, shout to Cabin Season, um, first moved to DC, um, and like he had an idea of what he wanted to spend for a one bedroom apartment, and so he kind of asked around and um he asked around for what he you know what he expected to spend to live like downtown dc one bedroom no roommate and the number he had <laughs> the, the number he had in mind 
niggas laughed at him for. And again, my, mind you, Sunil is he he ain't doing bad for himself. Like I ain't gonna put my niggas' financials out there, but just know he's moving to DC for a reason, right? Right. And they was like, oh, for, nigga, for that price, nigga, you either gonna have a roommate or you gonna live like out the fucking in life. the slums. You gonna live in south? You gonna live in southeast, nigga? And, and don't nobody want to live in southeast on purpose. Um, <laughs> listen, you you think shit sweet over by Howard, nigga? Go two blocks the wrong way, and and with a nigga who look like Fat Trail with a gun in your face. Uh, I cannot fucking breathe. Um, I remember when we visited. Fucking what's that nigga name? KB took us to some fucking walk up basement party ass shit. Man, I was like, bro, we were head in, a, a, you in the hood, baby. Head on a swivel, my nigga. I'm like, nigga. You are you, here's listen, the thing. you in the hood now, baby. Here's the thing. I may not know where I'm at, but I will know where I'm at, if that makes sense. I listen, <laughs> I don't have to know where I'm at to know where the exit is. Nigga, I'm out. But also I'm like out. I also I may not know where I'm at, but I know what type of place I'm, I'm what I'm walking into because again bl- the black experience okay. is so different but still so linear. You can this tell can, listen, you can tell what you can tell where you in the hood no matter where you at. It's like mm-hmm, the security guards will dangerous. tell you what kind of spot you in. Like if you can to walk into a function in a city you're not too familiar with, the security guard will tell you all you need to know. Whoever's standing at that door collecting money and patting niggas down will tell you all you need Nigga, the security yeah, guard. Nigga, the secure. The, 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 how the, how they searching you, nigga. If, 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 if your security guard is like giving you the full runaround, like the full pat down, nah, fam. I don't need. I don't need. I don't even need to be a part of that because that means he, he just slipped up. That means he just slipped up and, and didn't pat somebody down hard enough, and they stuck the burner in the shit, and shit got real. Yep. And secondly, you know what? I, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like those places. Because <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> no, it does. But you know, sometimes a little dangerous. Fun. Shout out to Cameo before it got <laughs> shut down. Um, Yo, shout out to Cameo because I used to be in there being a rat. <laughs> listen, we'll, we'll leave Cameo smelling like black and mild. But nigga, you had a story to tell. Um, you got a story to tell. But it was a little dangerous. But you had fun. But I don't like those places who like the metal checkers and, and the crazy searches. Not only because it's dangerous. That means. Faint. The niggas outside know you ain't got it on you, and I don't like that. <laughs> you, because like, the niggas outside ain't got to go through that. Niggas, the niggas outside got whatever they came with, and they know that you ain't got it on you. I don't like that. I don't like that experience. I don't like. I don't like that. But yeah, and so you'll be able to. And so with DC, the reason why, if I move there, it, like things have to be in alignment, like fully. Yeah, crazy alignment. Be- because. Yeah. Nigga, not only is DC expensive, nigga, the close suburbs to DC are expensive. You try to think you're going to go to Alexandria and get and get a discount? No, nigga, that that's still expensive and you far away. <laughs> like, no. Oh. So the other part about that trip for me was like, a this would have been the listen. This would have been you the fourth flew, or fifth trip. You flew in to be that nigga birthday present. God damn, Calvin! Like, why would you say that? <laughs> because why would you say that? Oh, so I didn't know we were we weren't allowed to tell the truth on this here podcast. I'm sorry. All right, that was loud. It Nigga, was extremely loud. You recorded and... last week from DC. You're right. You're right. But like, I, I I would like to be the one to tell my business these days. You told your business last week in DC. Okay, moving on. 
I didn't say I was that nigga's birthday present, fucking Calvin. Nigga, you never mind. Cause just know I'm I was not as loud as you think I am because it was obvious. But that's neither here nor there. All right, moving forward. But like, yeah. So shout out to that. But no, what I did learn, right, is that the airport experience is extremely fucking different. Like it's extremely different, and we're gonna touch on Haywire and here in a second. But I can't wait to cuss these niggas out. I know, I know. But the airport experience was different, like different, different. Obviously, it is absolutely mandatory to wear a mask. Like it's like there's a law that went into effect that's actually going into effect 6 p.m. on Thursday, I believe. 6 p.m. tomorrow. To, 6 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, um, tomorrow. Yeah, and so, yeah, so you have to wear. You are required to wear a mask when you go into establishment. You can face up to a twenty-five dollar plus fine. Um, for not wearing a mask, and then businesses do absolutely at this point have the right to not serve you if you do not have on a mask. So it's not only it's not only a twenty five dollar fine. In some cities, it can be up to an eighty five dollar fine. Shout out to Dayton. That's a, and shout out to Dayton. And also, it's not everywhere, but it's in it's in the counties that have like a level three health restriction. So basically, like right one step above mandatory stay at home levels. And so the thing is with Ohio. All of the major cities are pretty much in those in those counties. In the counties, yes. You know what I mean? So because it's, it's Cuyahoga County, Cleveland, Franklin County, Columbus, Hamilton County, Cincinnati, Butler Cincinnati. County, Cincinnati suburbs, Montgomery County, Dayton, and then like whatever, whatever county Toledo's in because no one cares because it's Toledo. Um, <laughs> fucking Toledo. Listen, honestly, if we could just give Toledo to Michigan, I'd be okay. Like you know what, y'all can. Have I'm it. weak. Y'all but you know us. what's crazy? Niggas from Toledo do rep for Michigan. They absolutely they, do. So they, it's actually not. Yeah, they go hard for Michigan. They go hard for Michigan sports. Nigga, they, they, nigga, they, in, they in Detroit more so than they in anywhere else in the, in, in the state. Listen, we just, just give these niggas Toledo. I'm cool. Just like, look, y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. Take it. Also, Cuba can have Florida. <laughs> Who we giving Cuba Atlanta to? Have- I don't know, man, but I'm done with it. Actually, the state of Georgia can say it's Atlanta that's fucking wild. Speaking of which, Calvin, would you like, I'm going to let you do the honors. <clears throat> my mic on, my mic on. All right. Your mic is on. So this past weekend, um, <laughs> and this actually hurts me because I know one of the niggas behind Haywire Weekend. I know we nigga. all know who that fucking nigga is. <laughs> like that nigga, that nigga's a bruh. Like, I'm appalled at this nigga's behavior. And I'm so, Did y'all send that video to National? No, but I'm gonna send it to his mama. Like, look, look at what your son out here doing. Not his mama. Listen, mama, look what your son out here doing. I'm a I tell. I'm, I, I saw I'm that video tell. and literally died. I'm a go tell. Anyway, so Haywire Weekend. So for those who don't know, Haywire Weekend is usually kind of like a party that happens in some beach that's not in America. So they, they have parties, you know, in Jamaica, you know, Puerto Rico, Cuba, I mean, Puerto Rico in, in, in America, but like Jamaica, Cuba, the Bahamas, pretty much like... The black-ass places. The black-ass beaches that aren't in America. They have these parties and, you know, shit goes stupid from everything that I've seen. But, you know, if you don't know, Americans have been pretty much banned from everywhere else that's not America. Honestly, yep. America, America right now 
is similar to the Tri-County Mall as something that used <laughs> to be something that used to be amazing, like used to have all the shit, but now it's like if someone suggested you go there, you look at them crazy. Like if I told you crazy. like you want to go you want to go to the Tri-County Mall, you would think there's something wrong with me. Like Calvin, I would ask fuck? you what the fuck is your problem? I would literally think you were trying to like threaten <laughs> Like why are you trying honest. to set? Why are you trying to set me up? Like relax. So that is America. I thought we were cool, Calvin. I'm like I know I dated a white man, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not gonna live that down. Fuck wow. The fuck. I'm you really may- not. Y'all really not gonna let it go. I may. I might let it go by September. Um, but no problem. Niggas really not gonna let it go. No problem. Like I, it was one white man. It was one. One and this is why I'm not vulnerable with you niggas. Y'all deserve me. <laughs> it only take one time. You do you think the you, do you think the first person that um that shit the bed only shot the bed once and still is not known as a, a, oh that's a, that's a nigga who shits in the bed. I'm saying it only take one time. Anyways, listen back to my point. I'm not gonna lie. Niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? <laughs> and niggas will keep reminding you like push it did Drake. Anyway. <laughs> we'll talk about that later too. In me way. <laughs> so 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 Americans can't really travel to the normal Haywire weekend spots because of COVID-19 and all of that. So Haywire weekend had the marvelous idea to ha- to kind of bring their party to the state in quotation marks and rent it out compound in Atlanta. And oh. now, for those who know Atlanta, nigga, Compound wasn't jumping for Atlanta. Compound's like a tourist spot now. Like, yes, all the all the Atlanta natives I go, I know have they do not to go to Compound. Like, they stopped going to Compound like 2012. Um, yes, so they have they rented out Compound and decided to put a huge ass pool in compound where the dance floor was supposed to be so not so so like an indoor pool party of sorts in a a makeshift pool so that's the first thing so 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 first and foremost let's discuss how nasty a pool party indoors is during normal circumstances during normal circumstances you couldn't get me to go to a function had a pool inside club normally because ain't <laughs> enough ain't enough chlorine in the world to make that water okay normally now, ain't no chlorine in that water you know they filled that bitch up with a hose and said let it they filled that bitch up with Atlanta tap water so <laughs> now you add the fact that Miss Rona is out here in these streets and when I tell you they were so proud of themselves. They posted. They were proud. They posted ahead, all of the story. Like they they were candid camera. I saw women with bikinis showing everything but their grace and mercy in this grace indoor pool. <laughs> in this indoor pool with niggas in black forces. <laughs> Yeah, I saw I, the Black Forces, and I knew that was nothing I needed to be a part of. Like I've, I, I, I saw a man on all fours supporting this other man's getting a twerk 
from a shorty who was in a trash ass outfit. And like part of me wanted to 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 shout out Buddy for really taking one for the team and supporting his mans to make sure his mans got the the optimal lean back to catch the ass. But also, nigga, why are you yeah. doing this in the middle of a pandemic? Listen, I'm pretty one sure of I the saw captains- I'm pretty sure I saw the coronavirus in the pandemic, like as a person. Like I'm like, mm-hmm, there you go, right there in a yellow there you shirt. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the Rona, nigga. And- I saw one of the captions for somebody holding that nigga up. They said, "This is Will supporting Alfina," and I fucking lost it. You, I you, fucking you, lost it. I lost it. You know I what? Threw my phone. You you know what? This is this is why we can't have nice things. Because I lost it. Is why I did not. Sh- no. They should have never gave you niggas. Situation. They should have never gave you niggas high speed internet. They should have never gave Nigga. you niggas a camera phone. So here's my issues with this, right? Because I can make jokes about all the shit I saw all day. First I didn't issue. handle that shit truly at third, all. Third, first issue, you know, the obvious issue is like, hey, no one was wearing a mask. Y'all clearly weren't social distancing, and it's the middle of a pandemic. So like, the mask you got, got wet, Calvin. Like either way, like if you decide to like, go to a club. The last thing I'm checking for at this point is a mask. Is a mask because you've already made the fact that your ass decided to go to a club is sending me. Sending the the fact that you decided to go to this club. I'll put it like this: going to the club and then remembering to wear the mask is like driving a hundred miles per hour and then like, oh shit, my seatbelt's off. Like nigga, you you've already made your decision at this point. (laughs) Like the LLC seatbelt. It's like eating coochie and putting on a condom. You've already, you've ate the STD, baby. You didn't ate it. <laughs> Never mind. I had, I, had a, it. I had a comment that was going to get me in trouble, and I'm not going to do that today. And we just go leave it. Anyways. Tuck it. Tuck it. McGee. Um, anyways. <laughs> but it's, but like, so not only, so y'all niggas went to the club in the middle of the pandemic. So mind you, and we already have established that this is a, you can have, COVID-19 and not show symptoms. You can be asymptomatic. Um, in fact, your mayor, but like the, the day after this, Keisha Keisha, Keisha Bottoms, Lance Bottoms. Keisha, Keisha Cole Bottoms announced <laughs> that she had COVID-19. I think that was y'all karma for doing that bullshit. They were like, we're going to get your mayor COVID, nigga. Secondly, you know what's also crazy? Is that it's not lost on me that the mayor of Atlanta, Atlanta, her name, her last name is Bottoms. It's not lost on me. <laughs> And her first name, Keisha. <laughs> like, we gonna it's get not all, lost on me. We're going to get all the stereotypes in one. Listen, shout out, shout out to it's, all the gay men. Shout out to all the gay men in Atlanta and their wives. Um, please, Calvin. <laughs> oh, but, but I said that out loud. Take this off the air. I said that out loud. Take my this bad. Off the, I, take to, this off the air. I was supposed to think that. I was supposed to say that. My fault. My bad. Anywho, anywho, but. So that's the first issue. It was like, y'all niggas were, were wiling in the middle of a pandemic. Secondly, what happened to, like, and, and I know they said, and we, you know, we'll take both sides. They said they had hand sanitizer available and they took 10 steps at the door. You know y'all didn't. Like, I we know, know y'all for, didn't. I know for a fact y'all didn't. Like, come on now. Don't, don't, don't lie now. Like, and they deleted it and said that the, the local authorities made them delete it. Nah, nigga, like, y'all just No, nigga, you get ready to get charges. Because the second thing is, if you this was your motive, and this was your like, you know what, we're just gonna go for it. Why 
in all God's green earth did you have a nigga running around with a camera recording everything? Like, everything. Like, I don't like being on a camera during doing shit I'm supposed to be doing. Half Period. The time. Like, if I'm going to listen, we have a rule in like cabin season. Like, nigga, don't don't put nothing on there that you wouldn't want to be on there. Like, nigga, let's look. It's a, it's an understood situation. Like, look, nigga, no phone. <laughs> like. No phone. So, so the fact, so the fact that you're doing something this flagrant and then recording all of this and having the evidence for all of this is wild to me. I hope fate identify all you niggas and make y'all stay in the home by yourselves for two weeks. And like, well, not listen, only you didn't already identified your profile, so please look, shame that nigga in the chapter group chat. That, that, he is not my profile because that nigga's not my. That nigga's not in my chapter. He is just a bro. That nigga's not in my chapter. That nigga is not my... So that's not my problem. Well, hopefully some information has been sent to his people. Listen, you know the other thing about it is I'm past the point of shaming niggas. You're not, obviously. But I also like a little, little bit of the pot kettle calling the kettle black if I get to shaming niggas because I also work at a bar. So True. But, uh, but there's a difference, right? So there's a difference, right? Because it's like, hey, yes, and we can shame you for a lot of things. I'm not going to shame you for working because you have to make your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to make your... And that's part of the reason this whole thing is fucked up. Because for a lot of people, it's like, do I stay safe and then possibly go broke and lose everything? Or do I make enough money to pay my bills but put myself at risk? I'm not going to shame you for choosing to make sure that you got to, you know what I'm saying, like, feed your, feed your kid and, like, take care of your business. I'm not going to shame you for that. I know I went out and, and actually sat down in a restaurant for the first time in, like, three months the other day. And I felt bad because, you know... I feel like I'm adding to the stress, but I'm also like, that's what we wanted to do, and I'm going to make sure I tip you properly, but, so I'm not going to shame you for that. Some of the other shit, that's a different story. But, I understand people, I understand, like, I'm not mad at the bartenders, I'm not mad at anyone who had to make money, bottle girls, or anybody who has to make money to make sure they're able to pay their bills and feed themselves. I'm not mad at that. What I'm mad at is you niggas who are, like, out here just kicking it for no real reason, for no real rhyme or reason, putting yourself and everyone else at risk. Like, fam, do you really want to do you really want to die because you ate ass at a pool party in the middle of a pandemic? Is that how you want to go out? Bro, that, if, 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 if you if ate that ass at a pool, a pool party, party in the middle in the of middle, a pandemic, nigga, is that how you want to go out? Is, is that what you want your last in action to be? Is that what you want us to remember you for? Because that's so imagine being at the pearly gates and having to explain the guy. Listen, meanwhile, meanwhile, like, God, welcome. <laughs> Okay, you, like, do 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 you know why you're here? Because I ate ass during a global pandemic. Because you ate because ass at a ate pool party during, during a global, during a do, global would you, pandemic. Would you lead? Would you let yourself in? Would you? Would you let yourself <laughs> in heaven? If you were me, would you let yourself in heaven? <laughs> Don't worry, oh, I'll wait. I thought so. Go ahead. Go on, go on ahead. <laughs> go on ahead. Go on ahead. You, don't you, touch it. Don't, don't touch, touch it. it. Don't Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. You go straight to hell. <laughs> like, yeah, um, but the other it, part about it is, right, when I'm not busy shaming niggas, right, I think the part that's killing me is that y'all are still visiting your very, very, very susceptible family members. And that's the part that I don't like. Like, bro, 
Big Mama does not have the same immune system that she used to, if she's got one at all. You know what I'm saying? I have members of my family, like my mom's a cancer survivor. My father is, you know what I'm saying? My father, 76 years old, very compromised immune system, you know? Honestly, and, once, you, once you get past a certain age, nigga, anything that kills you is natural causes. Like, even if you, even if, point. even if you got hit by a bus at this point, it was like, well, nigga, if you was 20 years younger, you get to move it out the way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anything that kills you at this point is natural causes. And so, right. it's really, it's, it's this one thing, okay, cool. It, you know, we tried shaming you niggas. It clearly didn't work. And clearly the government has kind of just left us to our own devices, right? But to then unwittingly put other people, other high-risk people in danger that's is the part that fucks wild me. to me. And not only because let, I don't, let, let, let it be clear, like no, go ahead. You can have a healthy ass immune system and this COVID can still take you the fuck out. Like we we're seeing Absolutely. niggas who are 30 years old, 34 years old, get in, in, intubated, like get, you know, end up on a breathing tube, like die, like and be the niggas who have healthy they, ass We immune. just lost a very healthy I'm going to absolutely forget his name. Absolutely did. But there literally was a man who passed yesterday, a very famous Broadway actor, passed yesterday because of COVID. They ended up, like, he slipped into a coma. Um, he got, was septic. Um, he had septic. And all types of shit. They ended up having to, while he was in his coma, had to amputate his leg. You know what I mean? Like, this shit, they're not fucking playing. This shit's not playing. And I hate the fact that it's really going to have to take one of you Major, 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 like, it's going to take you physically having to get sick and not be asymptomatic. Go through that kind of shit to understand how serious this is. Like, don't get me wrong. Do I miss my old social life? I absolutely do. I made a lot of money and had a lot of fun hanging out with you niggas. It's not safe to do that right now. And that's just what it is. As, that's, just because you're tired of the pandemic does not mean it's over. And I want you guys to just stay. As you fly to but Atlanta. you're going to as be out fly, here, out here. As you fly to Arizona. <laughs> Okay, first of all, defend yourself. I am going to Arizona to sit my ass in a house. I am not going out. We were literally, me and Jay literally looked at each other and I said, if them crazy, how I, I, I was going to put it in the group chat and explain to niggas how exactly how selfish they were for going to a nightclub during a pandemic and then coming back to the house with people who don't want to go. It's still very selfish. It's still extremely fucking selfish. So... The other part about that for me is, is that, bro, if you're choosing to live your life how you want to, fuck Rona's, hide to sit in the house, okay, I understand. I'm not going to sit here and say it's right. I'm going to tell you I understand. Because I do. I, I get it. I, me, biggest extrovert some of y'all niggas have ever fucking met in your life. I'm big, 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 big extrovert. However, I'm not sitting underneath my very susceptible parent. For, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yesterday was the first time I think I've spent real time with my mom. Like, I spent the night um, over there to help her get some things together. And, you know, just have some mommy-daughter time. And then I ended up sleeping in the night, and we left maybe an hour ago. Also, a lot of that has to do with the fact that my father is with my... He's at my brother's house in West, in West Georgia. So, you know, she just needed somebody to give her a hand out. And, and I'm not around the more susceptible members of my family. So, uh, very often. So, I just... It's the consideration. That's what I'm getting at. You need to be more considerate. It's at this point, shaming you niggas ain't working. Telling y'all ass to sit down ain't working. You know, if we shut the clubs down, speakeasy is going to pop up all over the city because you niggas have already got the taste of blood in your mouth. You already been out. So it's not, nothing is going to stop you from doing what you want to do. 
I just want you to consider the elders in your life and the immunocompromised in your life. You choose to make to do and move how you want to. That's it. At this point, no, I'm, attempt I'm, to I'm gonna, attempt to I'm gonna let you get that off. And here's my final my final point, and I will then we'll move on. <clears throat> me, me, me. Um yeah. <laughs> Y'all niggas are wild. And the reason why I say this is I'm again, trust me. I feel for you. I feel your pain. This shit sucks. What I like to see more than the same seven to eight people I've seen since March, obviously. But honestly, some of you niggas are addicts. And I mean that in however you want to take it. Because I, while I understand that, you know, this shit sucks, I also kind of ate it and I stuck, I, I stayed my ass in the house or I made sure I had like a quarantine click, you know what I mean? Like of people or like just, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's certain shit that you can do. Like, look, if you want to go outside, grab a drink and sit, on, and sit on some business's patio, cool. I'm not, that's, that, that's fine to me. Cause you know, you're, you want to get out your house, grab a drink, sit on a patio. Cool. Like if you want to, you know, you know, get dinner on a patio. Like, I'm not saying you have to be cooped up all the time, but you niggas sharing hookah, right. you niggas sharing shots, you niggas running into packed clubs. It, it screams addict, addict behavior to me because an addict is someone who can't leave something alone even when it's bad for them. Like, like, right. like <laughs> the, the crackhead that you make fun of, but he know that the crack is doing him dirty. He know that the crackhead is bad. He know the crack is bad. He can't stop anyone. Like, there's niggas who smoke cigarettes. Niggas who smoke cigarettes know that the cigarettes are killing them. They know that. They can't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you niggas are addicted to being seen. You're addicted to being seen. You're addicted to be out. Like, a lot of you have built your whole persona and your whole, like, brand, in quotation marks, over being seen, being out. And looking busy, and now that you can't look busy, be seen to be out, you have an identity crisis. You don't know what to do with yourself. Like a lot of us had these demons, had had these things that we needed to work on that we were ignoring because we were busy, and we and we were able to ignore them because we had shit to do. And now that the world has slowed down to a halt, and you got to sit with your demons, you got to sit with yourself. You you starting to recognize some things that you don't like about yourself. You can't run from it. So instead of, you know, instead of fixing it, doing the work, you try to go back, hurry up, go back into the club. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, you niggas are addicts. And I want better for you. The reason why I want better for you is because in an ideal world, the government was to shut everything down, require work, require niggas to wear masks, and give everybody two racks a month and cancel, and cancel rent and mortgage payment. In an ideal world. So we have an idiot in office. So you have to be so you have to be mindful of yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to really make sure that you're doing the best thing for you for now in the future. And I can't for the life of me think of how going to a packed club and sharing hookah and going to Haywire Weekend and going to indoor pool parties and going to all this shit right now is preparing you in, for the future and making a better decision for the future. I can't. And if and if one of you niggas wants to respectfully explain to me. How that how that is? My my DMs are open, and I'm talking as someone who, again, my Rona has stopped bags for me. We've discussed this. I know these party promoters. I know them personally, and I understand that 
they stop bands. Like, I'm part of an organization that throws events every single month for black people to come together and kick it. So I understand, like, I'm struggling, but we have to be responsible, not only for ourselves, but for others. Nigga, wearing a mask when you go out shouldn't be a political thing. It reduces your chance of getting this shit by 70%. You feel me? Like, wear a fucking mask. And you know what's crazy? If you're sitting in the house, you don't need a fucking mask to sit in the house. If you're walking by yourself, if See, you're walking by it? yourself, you don't need a mask to walk to walk by yourself. You don't need a mask. You need a mask. You don't need a mask to, you know what? You need a mask to be in front of people. If you're limit the amount of times that you're around people, you don't need And side note, which is the fucking note, point. Which is And side note, it's, it's funny how it's because it's, it's really it's really a dichotomy. Like if you niggas want to be around people and be in these packed ass spaces, you need to wear a mask. If wear you mask. don't want to wear a mask, that's cool. But stay your ass in the house. You niggas don't want to wear a mask and want to go around packed ass people is what's blowing me. Because it's like nigga, you need to choose one or the other. If you don't want to wear a mask all that, cool, that's fine. Stay your ass in the house and you ain't got to wear a mask. It's ninety five degrees outside. Trust me, wearing a mask is difficult. I get it. But stay your ass in the house. Or if you want to be seen, be around people, cool. Do that too. Wear a mask every time you go outside, nigga. Like, it's, it's, it's one or the other. And you niggas who choose a neighbor need to, like, need to go somewhere. Honestly. Honestly. Truly. Um, speaking of which, today is Blackout Tuesday. Power to so, the people. Power go to ahead, the people. Power so, to the um, people. Blackout Tuesday. Um, well, I, for, I don't know who started it. They kind of made this rounds. And so the general premise was that African-Americans have 1.3 trillion, I want to say, is the number, dollars in economic buying power, like, a year that, you know, the African-American community spends and, you know, wanting to kind of show that strength by, you know, not purchasing anything. And if you have to purchase, purchase black. And I understand it. I tried it today. But a lot of people have wondered, like, okay, then why, why aren't we doing this for more than just a day? Why aren't we making this longer? And the reason why we're not making this longer is because it's, it's incredibly hard to only buy black. And we can talk about how that, you know, but the, lo- the loans don't get approved at the same rate for us. You know, we don't get a chance to own as many properties. You know, there's not a lot of black-owned farms. But it's really hard to only buy black. For example, in Cincinnati, at least, we don't have a black-owned grocery store. You feel me? And so, we do not. so if you want fresh groceries, you got to shop outside. You got to shop outside black. Um, you know, we talk about boycotting Amazon all the, all the time. A, Jeff Bezos owns like a third of the country, the third, a third of the country at this point. So if you want to boycott Jeff Bezos, you have to boycott a lot more than just Amazon. B, you're not wrong. We're also in the middle of a pandemic of being told we're, we're, we're being told to stay home. Amazon offers two-day prime delivery, so we don't have to go anywhere and again risk being exposed. So it's like it's because even today. So I had I had leftovers for breakfast and I was like, you know what, lunch I'm gonna buy black. Um I was like, damn, you know, I'm here in Compton's Kitchen, got a stupid ass line. I know Island Friday got a stupid ass line. So I'll go to, you know, Ollie's, Ollie's Trolley, which is over by my house. You know, they make good-ass burgers, you know what I'm saying, for a little trolley, a little in the cut off of, off of uh, Liberty, um, Liberty in Cincinnati. So it's like Central Liberty, you know, so if you know in Cincinnati, like, you know where Ollie's is. It was, you know, it was a good meal. And so I'm like, damn, I need dinner. 
and I can't go to anywhere quick. I can't go to a fast food spot because we don't own those. Um, can't go to the grocery store. We don't own those. I, I drive past Countess Kitchen. They're closed already. And like I saw about four people, four different families. And by the time I went to walk up, see that they're closed and walk back to my car, do the exact same thing as me. So like I saw four whole families in the span of like three minutes all walk up trying to get some Countess Kitchen. I was like, fuck, we're closed. I drive past Island Friday, and I'm like, shit, nigga, that line is like halfway down the block. That line was crazy. When I drove past Island Fridays, um, when I drove past Island Fridays, um, that line was literally wrapped up the street. Like, it was damn near by Staggerly. I was like, I, I want to support y'all. Conscious, listen, the one thing, they're both worth the wait, though. I just didn't have yeah, Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely if Conscious Kitchen was open, it would have been, when they're, you know, we've got it. Honest Fridays, I didn't have a time. So then I, I drive to Just Queuing, and Just Queuing is like, look, man, we only got ribs left as far as meat. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take some ribs. But you, just in that story, you see how hard it is to only buy black. You, because we went, I went to three restaurants, <laughs> and the, the three kind of black-owned restaurants that were close to me within a 15-minute drive. One one was closed at six thirty, and their hours they were supposed to be open until eight. The other one had a line halfway down the block, and I'm like, "Well, I ain't got time to wait an hour." And the third one was out of everything besides one product. And like, I, that just I'm not doing this to hate on any of these businesses, but I'm showing like there's a structural thing that we gotta understand that's preventing us from being able to do this on a daily basis, like. A lot of our black-owned businesses aren't open on Mondays, for example. You feel me? Like, they have barbershop hours. You know what I mean? Like, if you get a barber to cut you on a Monday, nigga, you got to pay him extra. Like, oh, for and you sure. know what I'm saying? Like, and we, we talk about, like, and they have may, may, may have inconsistent, inconsistent hours. Again, Conscious Kitchen, on the sign said, it's open 11 to 8. I pulled up that bitch at 630. Everybody was gone. You see, you see what I'm saying? And it's not like, and I call, I, mm-hmm. I call beforehand, to, you know, check nothing. And, you know, the same way we had, used to have a joke on Mardi Gras in Madison. You know what I'm saying? Another black owned restaurant that, start, you know, specializes in New Orleans, Creole, Cajun food was like, nigga, they don't even know when they open. Nigga, you got to check, you got to check their Facebook. <laughs> you got to check their Facebook. You're and, not wrong. Or, or you, you got to check their Facebook or drive by and just hope, and hope you get lucky. And it was like, fuck yeah, I guess we eating. Because I really want some. But it, it, it's extreme. This rounds out your point, though, because I don't have a problem spending. Money is not the object for me. Like, it's not. I sounded like I was balling ass bitch. Hold on. Let me rewind. Money that. is an object. Money matters to me. <laughs> but if we're supporting the community, right, like I, we can, we're, we're able. If I'm supporting my community, we can, we're able to, I'm going to spend what I want to spend. Like, that's it. I would, I'm going to spend the money that I want to spend because it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, if I'm going to eat anyway, I would love to spend it with black people. I don't like how overcritical we are of black business, right? Because with that same, here's the thing about criticism for me, right? The thing about criticizing anything is that I only, and this is just me personally, but I apply this logic to basically everything that I do. If I'm going to criticize anything, right, or accept criticism, I'm actually going to stick around to see the progress that you plan on making. Motherfuckers like to talk shit and bounce and leave you with 
no direction. You got all this shit to say and no actual like fathomable or productive input on how to make this happen or how do you see it fit? Okay. If I'm doing something wrong, I can accept criticism. What I can't accept is, is listening to your critiques of me and love standing there to fix this by myself. If you truly support this, be critical, but also be supportive. And, and, you can't criticize the, like and here's the thing, right? If you're invested, and so, right. but it's also like I don't. It's it's a, it's a fine line because we don't want to just excuse black businesses for bad practices either, right? So it's like there's a fine line. Right. Like for example, you know what I'm saying beloved is having nail tech issues, and like the story that she tells me, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Like you you try to communicate, they, they ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that, or People will, you know, a lot of black business owners, a lot of black clothing brands will vent, will, will vent and say, y'all don't email Gucci or y'all don't email Supreme. Y'all don't email, you know, Fashion Nova and ask them where your order at. Well, that's true. But also within 24 to 48 hours, all of those other brands provide me with a tracking number so I can track my shit. You feel me? So it's like we have to we have there's a fine line between being overly critical and then also trying to excuse black people, black businesses for bad business practices because they black. Like for example, right. if you're a restaurant, you should have consistent hours or you should, you should have at least a working phone where I can call and check if you're open. You know, that, I feel like that's a bare minimum requirement for me. It's like, look, I shouldn't have to guess when you open. I shouldn't have to be able to just drive by and hope that you open, especially if you're not close to me. And I should be able to call, and, or I should at least be able to call and check and see if you open. Like, for example, with my barber, I call and check, I call and make sure, like, look, you got a Friday open at 1230 for me? He told me yes or no. Cool. But he don't have consistent hours, and sometimes he, he hit me back, like, like, can you do 12 instead? Or, like, can you do Thursday? And we have that communication. I shouldn't have to play guessing game with your hours. I don't think that's being overly critical. I think that's like, you're literally preventing me from giving you money. Again, today, Conscious Kitchen, and mind you, Conscious Kitchen is, is worth the wait. I was, willing to, I was willing to push back to recording however long I needed to in order to make it happen if it was open. Right. But it's like, nigga, I, you say you're open to 8, it's 6.30 and you're closed, and I see you have lost four potential customers in the span of the five minutes it took for me to go look, see you close, and walk back to my car. I saw four different families all walk in and have that same disappointment look on my face. You feel me? Like, and we make fun of all, and we make right. fun of, you know, the joke of like how the worse the service, the better the food, because it's true. But it's also like, I shouldn't have to endure shitty service. And, and I'm not saying shitty just to get good food. Like, we know that your food has to be good because otherwise we, you wouldn't get away with this service. Like, it's a compliment, but it's also not a compliment. Right. Like, we know your food got to slap because otherwise you wouldn't be able to get away with this. Like, niggas will, niggas, will, niggas will take a lot of shit if an oxtail fire. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I will take a lot of your shit if the oxtails are fire. Now, not too much, but you're going to be able to get off a little uh, eye roll. We know how that. And like a smack lip. We know how that. We know. Yeah, we know how that. Well, what do you have? Read the menu. I did. Y'all had that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but like, and so, and it, but it's also, it's extremely hard because again, I had to, I had to drive around for like 20 to 30 minutes to find one that was open. And I think there's a lot of structural issues that we have in place that we don't think about when we say, well, why don't y'all just continue to boycott all these other businesses? Well, 
I would love to, but we need black-owned grocery stores across the country first. We need a black-owned Amazon sort of store of, or a black-owned Walmart. You know what I'm saying? We have a shout to um, a, a black-owned gas station that we have in the city, but that's one gas station, and it's in like right. it's not necessarily close to a lot of niggas. Like you know what I mean? So it's like, damn, I gotta drive 20 minutes out the way in 90 degree heat if I want to fill up black. You feel me? And honestly, trigger um, trigger warning: uh, a Netflix show by Killer Mike. Um, you can have your opinions on Killer Mike or whatever the case may be, but the first episode was him trying to live black for three days. Um, he was he had a show in he had a show in Athens, Georgia, and he was headed from Atlanta. But he wanted to live black for three days. He couldn't drive there because there's no black owned car makers. You feel me? You know, Volkswagen, Chevrolet, Bentley, all them don't ain't black. So he had to find like one black owned bus business to be able to take him there. He couldn't sleep. He couldn't sleep in a hotel because there's no black owned hotels. He couldn't even buy weed because all the black people who grow weed are in jail, and all the, and so the weed comes from the Mexicans mostly now. And even the food that from a black-owned restaurant came from non-black-owned farms. So, so he literally was like starving himself almost for three days, for, except for like one meal. He had to sleep on a park bench. And mind you, Killer Mike is a famous rich-ass rapper. Wow. He couldn't find nowhere to stay. That what that was black-owned for the night. You feel me? So it's like all of this is, and I, I don't mean to get real hoteppy, but it's like, fam, if we really want to do this whole keep the dollar in the black community shit, it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of infrastructure that we are already behind on. There's a Chinatown in every major city in the United States because, you know what I'm saying, they have that infrastructure to be able to keep that money in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know that the Jewish, you know what I'm saying, generally have <laughs> a system to put in place to keep that money in there. They have Jewish-owned grocery stores and Jewish-owned doctors, like, there's I just now for the first time in like this past like two years finally got a black uh, primary care physician. You feel me? You know I'm saying like I still don't have a black dentist. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? So it's like there's all these right. things that we need to do. And in this case, I think we need to be okay with baby steps. We need to be okay with small steps in order to get to the larger picture. Like we need we need more black owned investment funds to be able to give niggas loans to be able to make these things happen. It was a lot. And I know I'm going on a tangent, but it was frustrating to me to kind of see people like knock Blackout Tuesday, like, why don't you do it every day? But I'm like, nigga, because we don't have enough black businesses to do that every day. Nigga, if I wanted to eat black only in Cincinnati every day, nigga, I got like... It'd be three restaurants. I got like five restaurants. I got five and a half restaurants I could go to and just, I would, if they if open. They open. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, somebody, I mean, some, you know, and shout out to the chefs we know, but I'm eating out of somebody's house. And not no offense, I don't need that of everybody's crib. No offense. So no offense. That, please, please don't be offended. That, that's that's nasty. You know I me mean? like you know what I'm saying. I don't eat potlucks. Like I don't fuck with potlucks because I don't trust. I don't eat potlucks. Like I'm like I'm. There's like maybe two or three chefs in the city I'll actually eat from because like I I I know I you're an actual chef. You went to school. I shout out to everybody who's had to find a hustle like selling plates and shit. I will never knock that. Do what you got to do. I just don't like it. I'm a germaphobe, low key. There's certain things that like I people handling my food, pet. Some of y'all be having niggas just in and out the crib all day. I can't. I I personally can't do it. But more power to you. But that's also the point. Like it's not even just. 
I support black hustlers too that are doing positive things. Like, all right, you may not have the LLC or, you know, your business things in order yet, but I fuck with the vision. I fuck what you got going on. Even the little boys that's out here in these 90 degree weathers, a 90 degree weather selling, you know, bottles of water and a bag of chips. Like, do I necessarily want that off the street? No, but they could be doing more destructive shit. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that niggas could be doing you know besides selling a bottle of water for a dollar. You feel me? <laughs> okay, in 90 degree, a 90 degree weather during a pandemic. Like, bro, yeah, even if I don't want the bottle of water, my nigga, here, take a couple dollars because I see you. I see you. And those small seeds mean a big deal. Like, bro, you know how many cars done honked and went away? You know, and they probably got up early in the morning to pack water bottles and, and get a cooler and the prep work behind that, the determination behind that, like the, the audacity to say, I'm about to go get it. I have nothing but respect for that. So yeah, you can have a couple dollars up off. Like, I respect the hell out of that. The little boys that stand, uh, like, y'all, okay, so y'all know I live in Evanston, but the little boys that stand right here by the Shell gas station, I hate pumping my fucking gas, okay? Hate it. Yes, you can have $5 to pump my gas. You absolutely can. And while they pump my gas, they wipe off my windshield. Like, they, like, one time I needed to put air in my tire, little boy did that. Like, absolutely. Like, yes, I support young hustlers. I support the mind and the spirit of it all. Like, there could be, there's worse shit you could be out here doing. Like, worse. selling drugs. Now, the only time I, you know what I'm saying? Now, if this wasn't a pandemic, now, let's be fair. Because there was a point in time where it wasn't a pandemic. L- school was full-blown in session. Little niggas was outside. And I'm like, bro, I'm not about to. But in, in the summer, like, when know. when there's no school for you to be in, I, it's a little different. But like, nigga, it's in it's in the middle it's, it's in the right. middle of February. It's noon. Where where why, where and are you? You're not supposed to be here, bro. Like, you're not. Why are you not in school like, right now? Like, that's the problem for me. So no, yeah, because you even suspended or skipped. But, but either way, nigga, that's not. I can't condone bad behavior. I'm not going to condone fucked up behavior. I don't care who it is. I'm a mom first. Like. Absolutely not. But I think that, like I said, if you're going to be critical of black business, you also need to stick around for the progress of it all and continue to support them through it. I'm not saying waste your money. I'm not saying accept subpar service. I'm not saying accept hella disrespect because the bitch at the counter is going to be rude. But your food is going to be fire. And if you have an issue, somebody's willing to talk hey, to you and about I, it. Matter of fact, let me, I, let me tell the story uh, because I gave conscious kids kicking some slander earlier. And I'm a, I'm a, but I'm also going to end with love. So I, boom. So it was last year, back when, you know, back when we could go to restaurants and shit, right? Long, long ago. And so we, it was four black people at my job. And we was like, you know what? It was like black restaurant week. And we was like, you know what? We going to go conscious kitchen. Conscious kitchen is the closest black restaurant to our job. We going to go. We go. We sit down, get our waters. We order our food. I order the Southwestern burger. One nigga order like the Omega three. You know what I'm saying? Like other other people order some other shit. Then we wait for an hour and a half. We wait yeah. our entire lunch break. Oh Don't no. have no food to the point where we was like, "Hey nigga, we we gonna need this shit to go." <laughs> like, like what? What's up? Like now? Like we we and then like we even paid because you know we still had to pay for it you know what i'm saying we was like we're gonna need this shit to go now just like because like nigga, our entire lunch break was spent waiting for the school we still have a job and yeah i was i was tight i was type salty i was type salty at conscious kitchen because i was like nigga come on now like 
I understand y'all, but and the crazy thing is, they weren't even like that busy. Like they, it wasn't like the restaurant was super packed and like we was it was a line to get in. Like no, nigga, y'all had like mad space. So trying to understand. <laughs> My bad, niggas. Guy is going to bless us with a fully functioning home studio here soon. I'm gonna proclaim it. The name. We gonna claim that in the name of Jesus. In the meantime, we can also open up the library again. I miss you. Uh, yeah, we just gonna we gonna make it work. Um, uh, so long story short, so these conscious clinching niggas took hella long on my shit to the point where we had to go and like had it, you know, had it like, look, pack this shit up to go. We we gotta go back to work. Like we've been out of work for like two hours. Nigga, like need to go. Um, and so. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, where the, where the fuck did all the niggas go? You know Boss, saying? mad as hell. But what's funny is that I've taken a two-hour lunch break on a Friday at, like, when I was working for Division. And that was normal. Like, I could drink on the job and everything. But also, fuck that. Never, you know what? Can't say that. I'm still under NDA. Um, but what? And, my, like, my, what? A couple more months? I'm going to let the chopper Fridays When I got a haircut, you know what I'm saying? Fresh cut Fridays. Take time. Keep yourself. But no, so then, you know, we was able to kind of Facts. link with the manager. We was like, nah, I need to talk to the manager, bro. Like, you had me waiting out here for two hours. And the manager, like, was very cool, calm, collected. He was like, look, next time you come, just let us know. It's all on us. And so we went, we came, you know what I'm saying? So he made it right. And so, you know, for all the shit, for all the criticism we give, or, you know, the constructive criticism, I want to give some, you know, right. some positive shit, too. They made it right. It was like, look, my bad. Like, we don't know what the fuck was going on. I think one of the homegirls was new. Or something like that. Somebody knew who kind of fucked up the flow of the shit. And, you know what I'm saying? They made it right. And so. That's genuinely all I care about. Making it right. Because these white companies fuck up too. A lot more than the black ones do. We're just used to having to play by their terms. So the criticism isn't as heavy. But, oh, absolutely. Like, I've had to raise hell at white, rest- white establishments all the time. My nigga said no onions, little bitch. Like. And, no, and funny, I'm definitely well selling a couple restaurants. All I care about is based in fact because a lot right. of black men, we already come off as aggressive because our skin color and our stature, right? And so, and if we yell at this white server, you know, what I'm saying on on a messed up order, like, hey, like, shirty, like, I ain't want no mayo. You put mayo on here. It, it, we look threatening, but and and so and so black women, you know, kind of like. So we'll right. generally be like, nah, well, you know what? I'll scrape it. Like, we'll, we'll, I'll make do. I'll scrape it off. Like, I'll, I'll just pick, you know, whatever. And then, you know, our, our partners are like, fuck no. 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 Like, you. I'm not going to pay for food that's wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a couple things in life that, like, bro, if this is wrong, I, I can eat it. Like, for instance, clothes. I don't really bitch about clothes. Bro, if it's the wrong size, if it's not the color I want, if something's wrong with it, because I order all my shit. If something's wrong with it, I will give it away before I send it back because it's a hassle. But when it comes to my food and my nails and like toes and aesthetics and shit like that, that has to be right. And I don't, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it's going to cost me. I do not care. So yes, when it comes to my sustenance and the things that I actually need to survive, <laughs> yes, my nails. I need my I nails was, to survive. You was I said I what was, the fuck you, I you said. Was then like, yes, I am willing I to absolutely race hell over it. Listen, listen, and, and I feel, I feel bad. For I, I absolutely right need my nails. I'm so right sorry. Now. I feel so bad for her. 
because I know, and there's nothing we could do about it because her nail tech is like, bro, she's having the worst luck with nail techs right now. I recommended her my nail tech. My nail tech's also a white woman. She ain't feeling that idea right now. She's already let me know. She really wants to give her points to a black nail tech. Do you know what? That is fire. I tasked my listeners. That is if y'all come know that is fire. Find us a black nail tech. She gotta be fire and and low key, preferably she gotta be licensed. She gotta be a licensed, like she has to be a a licensed nail tech because we no not even we not dealing with homegirls who dealing who doing nails out the crib and they just started doing nails like five months ago. No, because nah, we need a fire. Yeah, a fire nah, I said, license nah. So if you have IG list. pages. If you listeners give me a black nail tech that's fire with IG with an IG reference, like I need to see her business page, I need to see her work, and it's fire, and beloved comes back and tells us that it was fire and gives us a review. I will pay. I will personally pay for your well, next your next, a, your next appointment will be on well, no, I'll pay the future shop Whatever next, your next nail service is, it'll be on Shoot Your Shot. So if y'all can find me a black nail tech in the city, like between, okay, honestly, between Columbus, Dayton, and Cincinnati, y'all find me a fire black nail tech who's reasonable, professional, and has because- reference. Like a, a page that we can reference for, you know what I'm saying? Because and Beloved comes we, back and gives us a review. I will pay for your people, next nail service. We care about black business. And we also care about Beloved because Beloved is out here depressed because she can't click any clack, 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 clack. And I. And I don't. Bro, like her bird levels are astronomically low, bro. We she, can't have that. Not me, she During a pandemic? Not at full, I can't. That's, that's stressful for me. Yeah, you like you need your bitch at full bad bitch, and I say bitch endearingly, but like you need your bitch at full bad bitch. Listen, when I did not have my nails done, the man that I was talking to during that little period of time where I needed my nails done and my nails were off looking crazy, bro, he roasted my shit every day, every day. Why your nails not done, bro? I'm in a pandemic. You don't know a single nobody that can do that shit. No, nobody's doing it right now. I have to eat it, bro. It got so bad for me in these streets. Me and Jade had Listen. press on. Like kiss press on. But we need a, we need That's a reputable spooky. black nail tech in anywhere in the southwestern Ohio area. So Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati, um, or any in the, or any of those little mini cities in between, we need a black nail tech. If you can find a black nail tech that is licensed, reasonable, and has and has IG references that we are able to review and send. And if we get a review from Beloved that these nails mat- match her quality that she usually expects, your next nail service, whether it's a fill-in or a full set, will be on behalf of the podcast. That's how much we need her to get back to her full bird. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> we, yeah, we need this. No, nah, like, it's bad. It's bad on here in the streets. <laughs> And I, Listen, that's because when she when she don't have nails, like, uh-uh, she can fight easy and all, and we Period. don't need that. Um, <laughs> we don't need that in these streets. And that's we true, don't. But, but when, she's also when, not when above you, breaking When you don't have nails. to, when she you don't not. have to break a nail, like that, 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 that I've temper. seen it. <laughs> that it takes a little bit less to set you off when you don't need to break a nail. 
Like if 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 you know what I'm saying? So You're not wrong. I, I don't And I don't envy you, friend. I do not envy that because woof, honey. I know how I am when I don't have a wax or my nails ain't done or my hair's not looking as laid as it's supposed to be. I know exactly how I get the act. So I know what the hell you going. And I know how I treat my nigga when I'm like not full bad bitch. I know exactly. Like right now, I need to take soak these nails off and get a full set, right? My bird levels, they're not low because I still have nails on. But because my nails ain't clicky clacking like they supposed to, I'm a little more humble. Which means that you niggas really feel like, like, like you can pull some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like niggas is, is going to try me because my nails not what they supposed to be. These nails, I don't give a fuck about breaking because my nail appointment just got set Thursday at 5 o'clock. Period. But at the same time, because I'm not that full bad bitch, I'm going to take a little bit more shit than bad bitch Allie is supposed to. You got me fucked up. So, we got to get these paws and claws together. Next okay? topic. Next topic. In rant. In rant. In rant. Um, so. Ooh, all right. I don't know how we got here. I don't know that this was actually something we even wanted, but apparently we do. Maybe it's just something I didn't necessarily need. But T.I. and 50 Cent are actually... Mm-hmm. T.I. told 50 Cent that he want, challenged him to a versus battle. And I'm not going to hold you. Clifford Harris, you can say what you want about him personally. And I absolutely say a lot about him personally. Trust me. When it comes to criticizing that nigga, I am front and center. But if we don't talk about the run that T.I. had, 50 Cent's debut album was peak 50 Cent for me. For me. For me. Okay, I'm gonna take fifty. I'm gonna take Ti. Honestly, like eleven, like, like hit for hit. All right. Honestly, I so first and foremost, I see Ti Washington. To all you niggas who talk shit about my music opinions on on social media, y'all can all kiss my ass. First and foremost, and 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 if you think I'm talking about you, I am. Fuck you. More back to the important thing. So yeah, listen. I hate when. Because I hate when we do this thing where because we don't like someone as a person that we lie about their accomplishments. Like, you cannot like somebody as a person and also keep it 100 about what they've done. You feel me? And with both T.I. and 50 Cent, especially, you know, recently, they have said and done shit that is, you know, allow people not to like them and for good reason. I'm not, I'm not here to argue that point but i hate when you people what do you mean you people you know what i mean by you people i hate when I hate when niggas allow their personal feelings for the artist to, to to cloud them into making lies about their work so for example 50 cent is a troll he's a bully right. he's a villain he's petty he's a lot of things but no rapper has had a better year than 50 Cent in 2003. No rapper had a bigger buzz. No rapper had a higher peak in recent times. You're not wrong. And pretty much since hip-hop became hip-hop in 50 Cent in 2003. So, and, you know, he sold 870,000 right. copies before streaming in, in, in the height of Elite in a short week. And then he turned around and sold a million the next week. Like, I'll put it like this. 50 Cent was so big that he sold 650,000 
copies of his third album, Curtis. And that was considered an L for 50 because Kanye West sold like 800,000. Kanye West sold like 800,000. Curtis sold like 650. And that was considered an L for 50. That's, that should show you the peak that we're talking about with 50. He has 20 hits. He can knock a lot of niggas over the head over. However, I... Not T.I., though. Let, let me be clear. Yes, other niggas that aren't T.I. And to be honest with you, it's, it's, I, I don't it's know be, it's, I, it's, how I feel about this particular mashup, if time. I'm being all it's the way honest. Perfect because I, it's perfect because... They, they, yeah, it, like it I don't know, fit. like, like 50 for a while the, was the king of New York, TI is was the king of the south, but it's also a lot of regional bias. So, niggas ain't going to agree on shit. Like, niggas ain't going to agree that because, like, I'll put it for example, like, what happens yeah. when 50 Cent plays Wangsta and then TI plays 24 by like 25? Who wins? It depends on where you're from, honestly, because niggas, the niggas up north, Woo. like I, my, our nigga Santana was like, nigga, you bugging me. I was like, nigga, take a Yankee, fit, take a Yankee fitted off right now, nigga, like. <laughs> take, 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 and, and, Bro, he absolutely listen, take the buttons, take, Yankee fitted take the buttons off, and the take the tails off, and 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 take so many fights were started based off of twenty fours and 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 Ti's never scared verse that that they banned that song from being played in certain establishments because they knew you Woo. could not make it through the end of a song without somebody getting hit in the head with a bottle. Um, do you know how many fights Ti's verse started scene, for me friend, personally? Like, let let me set the scene, shall we? <laughs> Let me set the scene. Okay. It is second Saturdays. I am, let's just say my hormones were high. I was already pissed off. Hormones high. Me and my best bitch at the time decided to step on out. You know how you have two friends? Uh, like, yeah. I am the middle yeah, ground between yeah. two people who you don't like each other. Know. Or on, I'm friends with both of them. <laughs> yeah. I know you know, but like that's where I was at. So I went out with, you know, what I'm saying my my best bitch at the time. Actually, no, she's still my best, like my best friend mm-hmm. in the whole white world. Raylan's godmom, a one day one, right? Period. To this day, like don't get, don't let the listen. Hey, hey, she will hey, bust I will your say ass. this. She just don't want any nigga who's like, ever been with the, the shit the thing can also her. recognize someone else who's with the shit, and they may not present themselves as actively with the shit, but you know. Like if the chips come down a certain manner, they are with all the stupid shit. You could you could peep it. Like you could peep who's with the shit. You could all the shit. You could peep the shit. Yeah. Braylon's godmother is with all the stupid shit. All of it. All of it. The moment living I know that like she's married life. two kids now. You know what I'm saying? She's she's practicing a, a living her best fucking life. Okay. But when I tell you that she called me one time uh, after she's become a wife and a mom and, you know, changed her lifestyle, she called me one time on the nonsense and I hopped up so fucking quick. I said, we on it. All right. Set it up. Like, like shit doesn't change. And shit don't change. But your real ones know what type of time. Okay. Anyway, I digress. So we pull up the second well, Saturday. Second Saturday was, was still second Saturday. When I was still, you know what I'm saying? And if you've ever been. 
And Second Saturdays was a fucking zoo. Shout Every out, Saturday. Them niggas shout, really shout had out to something Lover, that fucking shout party, out to, okay? Uh, uh, Dre, because it was a zoo each and Nook, every time. The new rules. Shout out to all of them. Nook. Shout out to that, that entire clique, nigga. Shout out Boy. to Rico. Shout out to that entire team because y'all I had, had niggas hitting me up. I'm like, I can't do shit for Bro, you, my nigga. I'm going had to be in this that. line here with you. I remember one time, and I'll let you get back to your story. I remember one time, and like, like, cause one of them niggas was like, recognized me, and it was like, it was like, yeah, like, hey, nigga, what you doing in line? Come on, bro, like, come on. I was like, I got niggas with me. I, you know, cause again, I'm, I tell niggas, I'm like, look, I got niggas with me. So like, I, if you can't do everybody, I understand, but I, but I'm not just gonna like spring four niggas running up on you. Like, I got niggas. He was like, how many you got? I was like, I got four. With me. He was like, <sighs> all right, nigga. Like, come on. I was like, cool. They, I was like, I was like, you niggas have your money out now. Like, pay this man. I ain't dealing with the fuckery because y'all ain't gonna make me look bad. But like, shout out to them niggas, man. They always, they always was able to show love when they could. Right. So, we in that, we in this thing, right? And the vibes is act, going crazy. Vibes is right. Niggas is, we are hot at this point. We are drunk. We are having a grand old time. I met up with a secondary friend um, to, you know what I'm saying? With her, because she came with a totally different group of women. I was my best bitch, all right? It, at this point, we're partying. We're kicking it. We're having a good time. No sweat, no, no harm, no foul, all right? Cool. I see that one of my homegirls, my, my homegirl B, is what we're going to call her, homegirl B. It's talking to a young man. Cool. What's the issue, Alex? The problem walks in that is that I guess one of his groupies was like pressing my pressing homegirl B about how she know this nigga. So I walk up to homegirl B and I'm like, do you know this bitch? And I point at her. Mind you, I'm drunk. Drunk as shit. Ready. I was, already had an TTG attitude at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm with whatever's fucking clever. Train to go. Okay. I said, you know this bitch? Homegirl B turns around and is just like, who are you talking about? Meanwhile, my best friend has already taken off her shit because she know what type of time I'm on. She knows. She knows, right? So all I hear is we ain't never scared. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. This is the type of time we on? When I tell you, only thing I remember is like me going cocking back to swing on shorty, and somebody literally crapped the security guard at this time. We're standing zoom, by the zone for your shit. Like, but <sighs> the security guard, <sighs> period, like beating down my motherfucking blood. Anyway, so nigga, only thing I see is like now, mind you, y'all know how to right. mix this set up. You had the front door by the nigga selling sushi. Right where the coat the nigga selling sushi, nigga. I cocked back. To swing off to right by the nigga selling sushi. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I cocked back to hit Shorty. The security guard had grabbed my wrist and had crowd surfed me at this point out of the party. We meet these bitches in the fucking literally on Main Street. I am fighting in the snow with my heels kicked Thank off God, in bro. the middle of Main Street, bro. But like we say all of that just we say Thank all that. Gross. Gross. See I will watch Absolutely. This. But my, you want to hear my um my hot take? I think Rick Ross would beat both of them. To be honest, listening. 
I don't know. I don't know. Listen. I don't know, George. I think in a 20-song battle, because you got to remember these are 20 songs, so, like, niggas with, like, huge-ass catalogs, like, you know, you can only pick your 20. And, I think, you know, and T.I. has a lot of hits. Like, I'm not knocking T.I. I think it'll be, I think T.I. will watch 50, but I think it'll be a close one with Rick Ross. Because T.I. has hits with Destiny Child, Robin Thicke, Rihanna, all them shit. But also, you, got, you do understand, like, between T.I. and Rick Ross, Rick Ross has a better Drake feature, Rick Ross has a better Kanye feature, Rick Ross has a better Jay-Z feature, Rick Ross, like, Rick Ross has the, he, like, his feature run is immaculate to me. Like, and you understand between his feature runs, like, on Drake, him, his features with Drake, his features with Hove, his features with Ye, and you gotta understand, like, Khaled, the Frodo, Khaled had this nigga on a hella song on his mix, on his compilation shit. Like, you understand, like, Rick Ross can play I'm on one. Rick Ross can play Sassima. Rick Ross can play, like, what T.I. What gonna do when, when, when BMF come on? Or, or Hustler? When Hustler come on? Like, you know what I'm saying? These niggas can't hold me back, come on. Like, you feel Ooh. what I'm saying? So, like, it's gonna be a close matchup. Nigga, nigga, when, when, when Rick Ross play his verse on Devil is the New Dress, what T.I. got for that? <laughs> Woo. You feel me? And but but niggas was just talking at me know. crazy. Niggas was talking at you me, my, me you, crazy this last couple of days because of because of my opinion. I'm like, look, fam, like on a twenty for twenty, it it Rick Ross and Ti are both really hard to beat on a twenty for twenty. However, for, for fifty, I think people don't realize that after Get Rich or Die Trying, it get a little shaky. You get a little shaky. Like, Get Rich or Die Trying is an absolute undeniable classic. Many men is a point. Nigga, many men come on. I start looking for the imaginary niggas who shot me. But like, when that song <laughs> come on, I'm like, be you graduated you know college, saying, many please men please. wish death on me. I got, like, nigga, like, I got blood in my eye and I can't sleep. Like, nigga, I'm looking for these niggas. Like, I, like, I go, got a whole ass degree. That's how hard many men is to me. But when when we gotta include a TV show intro in your twenty, because fifty would fifty would definitely pay Big Rich Town in his twenty. If we gotta include, it's a Big Rich Town. <laughs> but honestly, you're not it, gonna it, tell me that the you're not gonna tell me that does, a Big Rich it, Town does not it slap. It does slap, and it, I love keep hearing it on Sundays. But, but I, is that like, gonna beat really whatever you like? Is that gonna beat Rick Ross's Dice Pineapples or Ashton Martin music? I rest my case. I rest my case. So, um, and I think this, I think Ash, we're, no. we're still, and also, if anything, the fabulous and Jada Kiss versus Hoyt, that if these niggas, these niggas gotta play the right 20, because I thought fabulous was gonna smoke Jada Kiss. I really did. I thought niggas had fabulous all the way fucked up. But fabulous, Took the bait. Jada Kiss is a street rapper. He's one of the best street rappers ever. Fabulous. While he has some street hits, he also has a lot of songs made for women. He got he got tricked. He got tricked. He does. He you be killing him is my shit. His street shit. Them slick. He didn't even play Super by Little Mo in his twenty. He ain't played. 
You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, Oof. it really depends on, like, not only do you have, have, have to have a catalog, but you got to be able to know what your 20 is. Like, for example, I think Lil Wayne, as fried as Lil Wayne is now, I think Lil Wayne will, A, have a 20-song catalog that'll be very hard to beat by anybody. That, hold on. That, did I just hear a fireworks? Man. Nigga, it is. Man, it, nigga, I am so fucking July, mad, Calvin. That July 4th just was on me Saturday, off. and y'all it niggas been flying, like letting off fireworks since Juneteenth. And before that. Can I be honest? I've spent the last day, like I told y'all, I spent the night in the suburbs with my mama, okay? Because honestly, my air conditioner. That, Praise God, I'm getting my AC tomorrow, y'all. Would have never made it. It's been 90 degrees, okay? 90 fucking degrees. So last week I wasn't here. It wasn't necessary. The week before that, it, it's literally like, it's July. I was like, fuck that. I got to go get some, I have to get some AC. So yesterday it was 100 degrees in my apartment. My mom was like, you're going to have a heat stroke. You're spending the night over here. So that's where I was at. I hear a single firework. Fairfield PD was not having that shit. Come home to I didn't hear a single fucking firework. I come home. I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm going outside today, and I'm going to have a talk with my neighbor. Not because, and this is the final step before, like, because I don't want to be that neighbor that calls the cops. I don't want to like, do that. But I've also had a lot of enough. I thought we had I don't want to be the girl that's just, like, running we to the police. celebrate July 4th this year, so why are you niggas? coming off with these fireworks. I thought we had an agreement. Y'all told us to wear black. Y'all told us to not celebrate for July 4th. And for the most part, we didn't do that shit. However, honestly, I think it's the government. Because it was fireworks buy one, get a million free? Like, where are all these niggas? Did y'all niggas spend... Did y'all niggas spend? Did y'all niggas spend all y'all I'm tired. money? It's, did y'all pay? Y'all it's spend the, the rocket launchers. On the... fireworks? No, they also send them, spend them on seafood we, we oils and we, shoes we according to Twitter, but I don't want to even time. go down that route. I don't want to do that today. We don't. Oh, but today, I'm telling y'all right now, I'm literally going to go talk to my neighbors today because I can't, I, the sun isn't even down yet. You can't see the shit. Like, at least wait, like, get an hour, please. Like, I've had enough. And I'm trying not to be the big. I'm really trying not to be the bitch, but I've literally listened to fireworks every fucking day since June 1st. I think it's a government conspiracy, it. man. I think they're trying to plan I cannot some shit. take it. I'm they're tired. Trying to, they're trying to desensitize so, us to the fireworks for them. We don't hear the gunshots, man. You gotta keep your third eye open. Listen, advanced nigga theory. The nigga, the nigga, the nigga, the they, they, nigga, they, 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 they glands not open. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? They pineal gland ain't open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so now Somebody photoshopped a coupe on this you. nigga head. Absolutely Please. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nigga, they go tri- Nigga, they go mean me. I've already been mean. You ain't gonna do it again. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. I, I'll say this. Any nigga, any nigga who put a coupe on my head, I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm find right. you. I'm gonna come to your house. Over. We will have to talk. I am weak as fuck. As a matter of fact, y'all, 
Put the coupe on his nigga, head and send it to me. They I'll got take iPhone it. data. I can still <laughs> figure it. out where that came from. Nigga, keep playing me. But you know what? Oh, you're okay. Anyway, so we're going to get into our final topic of the night. But so I, I mentioned at the beginning of I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that in the past, at least the past, especially in the past two weeks, but in during quarantine that I've taken a lot of time to like get myself together, like truly. And it's not even like, you know, finances or finances. Kiddo is straight. You know what I mean? Parents are healthy. Everybody's and fine. And honestly, that is the best time for you to that. kind of work on yourself is when you okay. don't have to kind of really um, be in service to others. Like for you, um, we know you all, you generally will put other people's right. needs before your own if, if you love them and you care about them. And while that's admirable in, in a lot of instances, but also that, that delays the work that you need to do for you. So when, everyone, when, when you don't have to kind of be super right. present, for everybody, I think it's the best time for you to kind of really do internal work. And that's what I've actually just taken this time to do, right? Because if I examine my behavior, honestly, just from February alone, your girl's been fucking wilding. And I typically wild out. Like, I'm typically the life of the party, fun girl. That's typically, that's typically me anyway. But I've been wilding. Like to the point where my friends have been like, "Bitch, this is a lot." Like nah, we, you're typically we, we, up to we, we've rack, had to have but a couple this is abnormal behavior even for you. And you've been you you and and, and you've been mad. You've been for mad sure. At me. And then like I had to kind of you know show the mirror like, "Baby, if this if this was another person and not you, you would understand exactly why I did what I did." Exactly. So and even with that, it's just like okay. I have to understand that sometimes with my friend, like not even just with my friends, but in general, my biggest life lesson has always been sometimes the delivery is wrong. Some niggas aren't going to always code the language perfectly for you. And I struggle. And to be honest, that's something that I personally struggle with. Niggas are not going to just always code the language and get it right. Like sometimes you have to separate how the message is given to you and just take the message for what it is and understand that the messenger matters too. Who is talking, you know what I'm saying? Like this, the, the criticisms and the, the concern was coming from people that I know are going to stick around and make sure that I see myself through this. It's not coming from people that don't know me from Adam or, or people who are looking for the next piece of gossip or want to just have something to say. No, the, 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 what I'm getting to, like the people around me noticed a, a literal change and y'all didn't like it. And the check that came with that wasn't a subtle one because you can't be subtle with me. You can't be like, you can be gentle with me. You cannot be subtle because I won't take it serious. I was like, oh, whatever. Fuck. Calvin on one, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So um, I've had to also take this time to not only just examine my own behaviors, but the triggers that are attached to that. Okay, Alex, if we know we're wild and a little harder than we're, we typically do, why? Right? Why? And getting down to my own bullshit, understanding why I do or have moved in the way I've been was based in some of the trauma that I was going through, based in trauma that I was going through. Let me not be dismissive of myself. Um, based in a very sensitive and a hard situation that I'm finally getting, you know, I'm not on the other side of things. There's still a lot that, that has to, that I have to grow through in that. 
But I'm taking accountability for the fact that now that we've identified the trigger, right? Now that we've we've, we've not only just identified it, because I've always low key known what it was. I wasn't ready to come to terms with yeah, it. I wasn't you, ready you to know, deal with shit. Ignoring the elephant not ready in the room. Yeah, and what you don't, yeah. what you run from, right? What you run from, you eventually run into. And so that's what happened to me. I ran from shit to the point where I ran into myself. Like I was running from shit for so long, I ran into myself. And I can't, you can't do that. You cannot do that. So in examining my behaviors, I also examine my relationship to the people around me and the effects that, that, that my self-destructive behavior had on people who give a fuck about me. So, A, I want to take the time to publicly apologize. Because it's not just enough to say, oh, my friends get it. They can get it and also be sick of your shit. And I noticed that not even that this was something that y'all like, no, how do I say this? I noticed that y'all started handling me different because I was not presenting myself to be the Alex that y'all know and love. And the subtle checks were not, the checks were not clicking. It wasn't clicking. The commentary, the consistent, the message has always been consistent. I was not ready to take it in. And because I wasn't ready to accept responsibility or accountability for my shit, my behavior got worse. So, A, I apologize for not trusting y'all with my, to be my niggas the way that y'all wanted to be. Because I was going through my own shit. A. B. Also. However you want. How do I say this? There's always been a particular, right, however the fuck I want, right? There's always been one particular relationship in my life that, for lack of better terms, has always had kind of like this hold on me. I've always just been there. Like, I've always just been there, present. Loki, like, waiting in the wing. Oh, you need me? Tap in. Like, you want something? I'm here. Offering everything from everything I had. Everything I had, they could have had. They did have at one point in time. There was a one point in time where this particular person didn't have a fucking friend in the world. They had Alex. And realizing that, not that this person has necessarily been absent when I've needed them, because they have not. I can't sit here and say that. I, I can't sit here and say that. But I do notice that, like, now that the world is starting to re-accept this person, they're starting to re, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're starting to, whatever, with, like, like basically, he's not a hermit the, the, anymore. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? The, and I'll say it, and I, I think I'm, I'm starting to say. So basically, the I, and you know me, Mr. Words. I'm trying to find um, words for it. Basically, the 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 eye of the storm has passed, right? Like the worst <laughs> has passed. Like so, so now that like we right. are not, we are in a situation where like the worst has passed. Like the initial rush of shock, shock and awe has passed. Shock and awe. Right. And I'm not going to hold you. I feel a vacancy from this particular individual that is oddly familiar. And that's the part that the fact that it's familiar lets me know that I've allowed bad behavior too long. Yeah, and so and, and so this is um, you know what I'm saying? I, I've that, allowed. Right? So I think first and first and foremost, I think again, 
you you don't have to choose to do anything by yourself, right? You know, it's one of those things where it's like, like we we the Lone Ranger thing we kind of idolize. It's not it's not healthy, and and and, and especially as a black man, you know, I've seen I've seen how you I've seen how you went about things because that's how I see a lot of my niggas go about shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was, it was oddly familiar to me too. Cause I'm like, nigga, that's right. the playbook. Nigga, we wrote, we wrote this playbook. It's like, nigga, you followed our plays. You feel me? So, I, so because I was able to see that, that's why I was like, uh-uh, bring, bring your ass. It's almost like, you know how when you're driving and like, and if you were Cincinnati, nigga, you know you, you, you in a passenger seat and someone and they driving it and they miss the exit. You don't say you miss the exit. You just say like, where are you going? <laughs> like, where you, like do, you, do you know a different where way? Like, where are you going? <laughs> and it's, it's similar yeah, so it's similar to that. So it's like, nigga, I see where you go. Am I missing something? And I'm just like, right. but if I tell you you just flat out miss the exit, you're gonna feel some type of way. So I'm like, where are you going? Like, what? What's what? Right. It's literally it's that tap in. It's literally the tap on the shoulder and, to get or, you to or even pick your head take a, up. Take a breath. Or I think for you, you weren't again. You were kind of trying to rush through your trauma response because it, it, you didn't feel like it was serving you. And so you just wanted to get it over with. But that's not how trauma responses work. Right. And it, Nor was it healthy. Shit. All of that shit. Nor was like, it productive. Shit, and it, it impacted me on when I tell you, like, Calvin, to the point where I wasn't even showing up as the mom that I wanted to be. To the point where I had a panic attack so bad, my child called nine. It's, it's, it's not, not okay. And I think it's and, not okay. We're all sensitive, right? We're all sensitive to ourselves, and so when it feels like you're the one that's constantly being called to the red table, you you kind of you like it feels it feels like everyone's like piling on you, and I understand that, right? Like that's why, like you know, I understand that feeling, like. Like, oh, here we go. Like, I can't do shit right, huh? Like that sort of feeling. But I think we have we we have to we have to stop taking. And I'm I yeah, this one, and, but I and it's to finish this before we talk about your second point. We have we have to make sure that we don't no, take fine. just like how we we don't want to criticize businesses, you know, overly. We have to have to make sure we don't take criticisms of our behavior as personal attack because. I can still love you. I can still recognize your economy. Right. I can still recognize your humanity. I can still understand that you. I'm. This is even for social media interactions. I may not know you, so I don't. I can't criticize you as a person. But I can. I can. Talk, I can talk about your actions in this time frame. I can talk right. about the words that you're saying. I can say like, look, what you're saying don't make sense, or what you're saying is very reckless, or what you're saying can get a lot of people fucked up. I just want you to understand. This is the consequences for what you're talking about or this is the consequences to these words and like and and you have to understand that sometimes you may not be in a space to receive that the way i want you to receive it that's why like look anytime me and you, you've lashed out at me or by lashed out at you I understand like look you know what she's not mad at me she's just mad in general like i'm just the nigga that she i'm the first nigga to talk to her that after this so she's just gonna be mad at whoever it's cool she's not mad at me she's not mad at me she's just mad you know what I'm saying? I think we have right. to learn. Like she not like he not mad at me. He just mad. You feel me? And so, but again, it's 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 
just because you push us away doesn't mean we leave, but it's also like stop pushing us away because then we're going to think we're not welcome here anymore. And and we always say like say what you mean mean what you say you don't mean to push us right. away you don't want you don't want us to, you don't you didn't want us to let you do this alone even when you said you wanted us to let you do this alone does that make sense like we knew you didn't actually want that we just <laughs> for me it was for me what it was for me honestly was constantly feeling like I'm that friend that needs her friend and I do need y'all. I have no shame and even I'm trying trying not to get choked up and even saying that now. I need y'all. For the past two years, it's like I've been, don't get me wrong, the love has been reciprocated. And y'all know, I know that I've gone out of my way to make sure that I was present and available for anything and everything that y'all needed without a question asked. You got me. If you need me, you got me. It's I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even blink when it comes to y'all. I don't. Y'all don't have to ask me twice for shit at all. And, but for me, because of how self-sufficient I am, because of in, independent I am, a lot of ego got into the mix of that too. Because it's like, Alex, this is something else you probably don't need to be walking through alone. But how much more are you going like, to really require the people that. around you? I understood that 100%. Like, at some point to me, at some point for me and my ego was just like, girl, you're needy. You're being needy. You're being needy. Everybody has lives. It's not about you right now. You go, which is another reason why I sat in my own trauma for so long, because it was just like, you're being needy. It's not about you right now. You know what I'm saying? It, folks need to, need to be able to just, and when, is, when can people just enjoy being around you without it having to be about fixing Alex's fucking shit? I don't want to be that friend. But it's, but, it's about discernment. In all honesty, so so I'm going through some shit. Too. So like, A, do you, you, just like how you told right. me last week when I said no one gives a fuck about your feelings, I was being dismissive. You're also being dismissive of yourself. Right, because listen, you, it, very you should be able to discern serious shit from non-serious shit. Like I know I'm, all your niggas have told you about that relationship and about that that connection are opinion multiple times. So for something of that ilk, yeah, don't come running to us with the same story that you've been told about fifteen times. So we gonna have the same answer for the fifteenth time. Yeah, but, but but you should be able to discern something like that, and right. then something super serious like what you like what you the trauma that you went through, and like be able to say like, look, maybe I don't need to run to my friends with that situation because I know what they're gonna tell me because they've been telling me this shit for however long, and then something like, look, this is something serious. I need you, and so you should be you should you should be able to discern that for yourself. And understand that you're when it's something trauma based, and it's a and it's not being needy to get support, and and I think it's because of that ego that you had because it was like again I'm a, you were acting like a black man right <laughs> like I want you to understand that <laughs> like you were acting like a nigga and like because I was able to identify it I understood it and I was just like she just she'll, she'll be around you know, but you was acting like a nigga like no I'm gonna do this by myself man I got this man like. Nah, man, like, nah, man, nah, I'm good, man, I'm good. Like, you was acting like a nigga. You, you know what I'm saying? And, like, how many times have you told us as black men to, like, ask for help when we need it, to go to therapy, to do, to do the internal work, like, all the shit that you tell us on a week-to-week basis? That applied to you here because it was, like, fam, because this, the shit that you was going through, the shit that you are going through, not say was, because it's still very much present, is something that if we... 
didn't support you through that and didn't allow you to, and if we did allow you to go through that alone, you would have been with, well within your right to question us as friends. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if we didn't, like, right. drop, like, look right. out for you, stay on high alert, you know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that everybody was in one accord, you would have been well within your right to be like, nigga, fuck y'all niggas. And I'm, we couldn't have been mad at you for that. So that's why I understand, like, she'll be shit, like, I knew you was going to get around eventually. I just, I just hope that you didn't do anything irre- irreversible until you got around. Like, I knew, like, I knew, like, you're going you to get back. I just need you not to do no right. stupid and shit gl- before you can get back. I'm glad. Right. <laughs> Facts. But, uh, and, you know, for me, to round this out, right, because I don't want, I don't need y'all this far in my you, business. Usually when someone's, fine, usually when <laughs> someone's this far in your business, I they just, spot you dinner to first. round this out, you know what I'm saying? Like, Listen. A, a drink of something. <laughs> but, I just, we just need to, we just need don't to, fucking, just need to don't laugh. do it. I just, please, I just wanted I to laugh it. to kind of lighten up the mood. That's all. No, you're fine, babe. We are, we are good. But like for me in this moment, like I don't want me shifting the way that I handle people or handle, you know, this individual or anybody I, to look as if Alex is switched up. It's the realization that. I have to break a lot. And shared of trauma bonds isn't love and incompatibility. Like I have a lot to break of, and this is not that's not. Woo. And that a lot of the bonds and connections that I have in this particular situation, especially to that particular person, are based in overdependency, which is a and, response from yeah. previous trauma. Like, dog, what's crazy is that for me, for be a bitch to be for me to be the kind of woman that moves the way that I move and, and functions in this world how I want to. And for that to be the hold on me, I've that told, I've of told all you fucking this. things in this world, that's got the hold on me, bro. I'm and calling I, I've bullshit. told you this a couple times. And like, again, I'm calling anything bullshit. that I've said, I've said in person to niggas. So if, if somebody treated me the way he treated you, you would beat their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, if somebody treated me the way you used to treat you, had most yeah. of these niggas, you would beat their ass. You feel me? If I told you, like, if I told you, man, man, shorty, Trump, she did this one X, Y, and Z to me, you was like, where the bitch at? So I just want you to understand, like, sometimes codependency and overdependency can mask itself and look like something resembling love. But I, but because. Because this ain't that. And what's crazy is that it's not... I do absolutely love this person. Like, I love the fuck out of them. There's, there was a point in time that I would do anything for this person. Literally. And when I say point in time, last week. Like, there's nothing I wouldn't do for that person. But coming to terms with myself, being really, 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 like, honest as fuck with myself, cut the bullshit, cut the camera, that I, like, Cut, you cut out all the nonsense and I get to the meat and potatoes of what we are and the shit's beyond unhealthy. We're just so used to having the cycle that we've had with each other. The, it felt like comfortability. So now that I'm really going through some shit and I need somebody to show up for me without permission, 
which is something we'll get into next week. Show up for me without my permission. Just fucking be here. Like, if you knew me at all, you would understand. I'm not going to ask you to sit and hold my hand, but I need you to sit and hold my yeah, hand. Yeah, that's that's an entire episode topic because I know and I know I've had struggles with that um, as well. That's an entire an entire episode. I'm not going to sit here and beg for you to be here, but I'm screaming for you not to leave me alone. And I know that that's that's very Absol- very that's complicated. Absolutely, that's complicated shit absolutely another time, another day. And- but if you know me the way that you claim that you do, right, and you love me and the way that you claim that you do, you would have made sure that there's no way in shit hell that you knowing what you know and knowing, knowing how I've shown up time and time again time, without permission, without asking, without anything. And for, for me to feel as vacant and for the vacancy... The vacancy is not surprising. It's the fact that I'm feeling it now of all times that is. And that's the part that's kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. That's the straw. And I'm sick at myself for even allowing myself to get here. I'm sick as fuck with me. I'm going to deal with me later because, like, I know I'm not going to deal with me later. I'm going to deal with me now because that was the problem. I was dealing with myself so much. Not dealing with myself so much that now, again, I'm, I have to face myself in the mirror and repair things with people that matter and cut people off that I can't keep around no more. And this one is like one of those things where I've checked myself into rehab over this shit. Like, not actual rehab, but like literally forcing myself not to reach out. Forcing myself not to talk to you. Forcing myself to skip over your statuses and and posts. Forcing myself not to interact with you because I don't know how to do that and keep myself together. And at this point in time in my life, I have to choose me first. I have to. I agree. I, I agree. So that's where I'm at with things. I, that's where I'm really, really, truly at with things. Um, again, to my friends, to my fucking friends, to my family, to anybody who, to the people who have wrote out, period. I love y'all and I thank y'all and I'm really, really sorry for the version of myself that y'all put up with. And thank you for not, thank you for being able to see the forest for the trees with me and understanding that this isn't who I am. It's something that I'm just going through. And I appreciate y'all patience more than y'all ever know. Like more than y'all ever, ever know. Cause this shit, the way I was wilding, y'all should have cut me off for real. And y'all didn't. Y'all recognized that something was off and allowed me the space to figure it out. And I love y'all. We thank you. We need you. We need you here. We need you present. And understand that you are needed here. And understand that you matter. You matter here in the here and now. Right now. To do to these people. And don't, don't let any of your trauma convince you that you don't matter. Okay? You're absolutely right, friend. You got a poor, uh, you got a, I have a positive note today. Um, do you want to go last or you want me to go first? Is that okay? All right, so boom. You go first. (laughs) So boom. Um. Weak. It's hard to tell people to care about other people. Um, but I think this pandemic is showing no signs of stopping. So we have to live in the present and not the future. So 
I know it's cool to say, like, man, when this Rona shit over, we up, nigga. We up, we kicking it, we turn. You know what I'm, I'm a link with, you know what I'm saying? I, I know it's cool. Like, for some of the shit, yes, hold off until it's safe. But we have, we have to live in the present. We have to kind of understand that. Make the best of whatever situation that you're in. Whether you are living off of unemployment checks and a stimulus package and everything's tight, make the best of what you can. Whether, you know what I'm saying, you've had to, you're furloughed and you got to pay for your own health insurance and benefits right now because, you know what I'm saying, shit, shit crazy. Like, we see you. We, rec- we recognize all of the hardships that everyone is going through. We also understand that we cannot allow these hardships to become who we are. Um, make the best of, what, of whatever situation it is. And whether you're making the best is just simply surviving and making it to another day and waking up in the morning and doing your skincare routine and brushing your teeth and, and making sure your bonnet ain't fall off. Like, if that, if, if that is your best, do that. <laughs> If your best is somehow finding an invention that is going or finding a stock or investing or doing something that's going to make you money in the long term, do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever best version of you right now, do your best to reach that. And as always, wash your hands, wear a fucking mask and read your contract. The floor is yours. Be good to yourself. Like, be genuinely good to yourself. And the and the places that when it's quiet and it's just you and you're alone in a room, <laughs> like, when you're in that space, be good to you. And talk to you. Tap in with you. And you'll find out that maybe you aren't as okay as you've been telling the world or telling yourself that you are. And allow your space to really, really, really not be okay so that you can take steps to actually be okay. Because healing is work and it is draining and it is tiring. And there are days where I have excellent days. There are days where I don't. And it's okay. And on both days, it's absolutely okay, whatever it is. But be good to yourself so that you can continue to be the person that you promised the world that you would be. But uh, it's your girl, Allie Nicole. It's your, it's your boy C. Diddy. We are out here. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Peace. Baby, I'm